It'll be okay. Let's let's try this again. I'd say thirty seconds. I um, feel like it's thirty seconds. The intro will be, but I don't and think you can swear with That's our what... intros. The three of us. I think I think we'll be about a minute, maybe a minute this and a half. The second that joke was worth it. It would have been worth it if I knew how to edit better. <laughs> if you could cut off me. The swearing sentence. Put a beep in there. Welcome back to the Villains Cave, guys. Um, we don't have a name going this time because I didn't really find anything Sinestro, but uh, I'm going to give like a, a quick like blur before we do the housekeeping. I have never been so excited to do this podcast except today. Like I know I've been excited, but today there is so much, and I know I may not sound super energetic. I've been up since like one. Again? So it'll it'll be fine. So as always, I'm Cade. I am joined with me. Jason. Cassie. And- and uh, Cassie is working on putting our new logo out, guys, so you will see that hopefully tomorrow. Um, if not, then by the weekend, we'll you'll see some stuff, and we'll post that up. And we're going to try and do a logo per every time we do, like, a villain or a hero. We can kind of take their logo and modify it. And I, I've seen some Cassie's artwork, and it's pretty fucking great. And then a quick shout-out to... Um, uh, Santana. He has also done a new logo for us, and he's also going to do our intro. So we have a a few things working. So Santana's got the logo that we're going to use in a few instances, which is great. And then he has an intro that I found. And once I heard after Jason showed me, really amazing. Um, We're just getting it professionally done, guys, so it's clean and everything. Um, And then our intro music, we're finishing up as well. And we actually figured that we wanted to pair both of them. Um, So once we get that together, guys, we'll be up and going. So that's kind of out of the way. Um, as far as housekeeping goes, guys, I did. I only did from 2000 to 2009. And I I read over probably like 30 to 40 comics. Wow. And that's that, that's just Sinestro. Okay? This is just a villains mm-hmm. thing. Like, I know that's not like that seems like a small amount for, you know, what we're doing. But um, it was it was kind of nuts. If you hear some beeps in the background, um, it's Cassie having Photoshop yell at her, so I apologize. I'm sorry, I don't know how to make it stop. Some sacrifices, you know? Maybe I need to turn the sound off on Photoshop? No. Or on the computer? It'll be fine. This is the last time we used the Chungus computer, so... The Chungus. We got a new setup coming, guys, so check that out. Um, We're also possibly getting new microphones, because I've had... Constructive feedback <laughs> that I am too animated while talking and I slap the table, which is fine because I I know I know criticism's good criticism. Any criticism is good criticism. It's fine, and I and I knew it was coming at some points. I just didn't think episode two <laughs> uh, would be the the breaking point. But it's fine. It's fine. Um, okay. So like these guys sound like ass. Okay, sound like, <laughs> it's not even that we sound like ass. They're not. I mean, the little dots will be better, but it's um, it's all that. All right. So you can have that back now. All right. So this is initial part two. Um, so I'm going to talk about. We're going to split Sinestro into four parts, but we're going to split this time that we deal with him from 2000 to 2009 into two parts. There's too much, guys. For me to go through, we would be on this podcast for about five hours. So we're going to split it in two, and then we are going to do one from 2010 to 2000 and um, 
20. So we might do, a, this might be a little bit more than we expected, but I don't know. But for right now, we're going to split this part in two. He's an um, interesting villain, so I mean, he's got a lot going for him. You have no idea. Yeah. Like, I I, mean, you have the one blurb, we've talked about it already, like the mm-hmm. whole best friend thing. Mm-hmm. But you have no idea how mm-hmm. complicated this gets, especially at the end. Okay. So well, let's hear it. I can't wait. Okay, so, and we we took a creative, uh, last thing here, guys, we took a creative decision that we didn't want to give you a play-by-play of the comics, because that doesn't really inspire you to read them themselves, and it doesn't, you know, give you any, any real reason to want to look the, into these. And that's not what we want to do. We want to inspire people to be able to interact with the comics more, um, and really have that connection. So... There are some instances where I will give you a play-by-play, kind of have to, to explain what's happening. But for most of the time, the other storylines that follow around Sinestro in this, or the villains or heroes that we do later, you're going to have to read in those storylines. But I'm putting together a list, guys. I have one that I will post on with the new symbol tomorrow. It's following um, a big chunk of Sinestro's origin. So it's really great. We're working on that. So... Bear with me as we're just banging out the tiny details, but I trust, guys, that it's it's going to be awesome. Okay, so we want to focus on the mental profile and the reasoning and the drive behind the villain because that's always the most interesting part, and that's where we can usually see a change, mm-hmm. where we get a different perspective on them when we see, like, different versions of them, and that's really one I wanted to delve into. That, by the way, might be your homework. Mm-hmm. Find all the different versions of them. Okay. You could do a multiverse madness. I'd love to do that. That'd that be cool. That would be cool. That would be my thing. But, okay. But it couldn't be like big multiverses that come into play like Ben. Um, ben Parker you couldn't do. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's his name? Ben Parker. Ben Parker has a name. Scarlet Spider. Yeah. Oh, okay. You couldn't do, you couldn't do big multiverse people that matter. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think just a... But Multiverse Madness would be hilarious to do. Uh, just an all-around version would be fun. Yeah. Just, well, you know. We'll, we'll bang that out. But that, sorry, that just came off. Bang it out. All right, <laughs> so quick. Pause. And so, um, so let's get started. So the last time we, we see Sinestro two more times before we see him as the big bad Sinestro that you've probably seen at times or the Sinestro corpse. Or you see him in yellow. Because if you've been watching the Instagram or you've been reading the comics, you see him in the black suit. He kind of looks like a genie. We talked about the ear piercing. Mm-hmm. Kind of looks like a genie. He does! He legit just looks like a genie. <laughs> he looks like, like a genie. It's, um, okay. So, uh, there's a there's a few spinoffs that I wanted to touch on because I found them interesting character pieces. Just to kind of, like, um, go back. But I, I didn't give you play-by-plays because they're kind of dumb so there's one that's called uh green lantern our world at war um it's the first one and this is the last time we see old school sinestro besides the other one-offs that come before the sinestro corpse um and he still looks the same though it was my main point he's still got the jumpsuit that's black with the blue he's got the jacked muscles the earring that's what we know him because so from 1990 when we see him last till 2007 so 2001 is the last time we see him. We don't see him again until 2007. Wow, that is a long yeah. time. It was a very long time. So six years in the comics is a long time. And 
you can clearly tell that a, a large shift has happened in DC when you see this comic mm-hmm. because we go from, uh, you know, Dick Dastardly level Sinestro disappearing and poofing into being jacked and to immediately we see Sinestro in Oa's cells. They're called uh, sin cells where they like drain all you of all your energy. Mm-hmm. And he has a giant like green lantern burned into his back. Like he's just full nude, like on his back, like, like in fear, like on a cell floor. Like we go from like, man to like this man has like been, put through a prison camp. He's been beaten and broken yeah. down, essentially. But he's on Oa, so that's why it's kind of scary. Is It's like, ee. Um, so he's just kind of going back and forth, and we get to touch back on, like, the, the events of, like, the Golden Age. And they look pretty much the same. They didn't really do any touch-ups, but anyway, it's just showing that, like, who gave him the burn, which was Hal Jordan when he was working with Green Arrow, I guess, in that one weird spinoff I told you about. Really? Where Green Arrow comes up. Like, it wasn't in the thing, but, like, the, the burn mark is full of, like, energetic arrows, so I don't understand. What the fuck? I, it's weird. Okay. I, you wouldn't typically figure that from Green Arrow and uh, Green Lantern. Well, like, it was just an energy... Okay, we're going way too far on this, but, like, it was the Green Lantern symbol, energy personified, and then it was, like, there were also arrows that were made out of, like, Green Lantern energy. It was the weirdest thing, and it was, like, Green Lantern... Or, Green Arrow says hi, and I was, like, this is such a weird, like, thing to do, and then, like, cut to now where there's a burn on his back that has, like, little holes where energy arrows... This seems weird. Yeah, that is weird. But That's again, this strange. is after the DC changes. This is after Jason is dead. This is after a lot of dark storylines. Yeah. So it makes sense at this point. So, okay. So he states that he's felt true fear when he was kicked out of the lanterns. And so when he felt the true fear, somehow this creates a new ring and a power battery. He just makes one out of pure fear alone. Um, and as well, this is also when we start to see him swear. Um, swearing in comic books is amazing because it doesn't actually say the swear word. There's just a bunch of symbols, but I just I wanted to touch on how, how hilarious that was that there was none of that before, and now there is. Like it's pretty good. It's at least one time a comic. Oh, if one time, one on every page. Um. So they so he starts to build the Sinestro corpse. He brings his power battery. Um, after he breaks out because a bunch of people get out because Kyle Rayner's involved and um, he hears of Sinestro breakout and the yellow rings are going out and they're trying to chase down these yellow rings seeing where these are and what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyle Rayner can fight against the yellow because he is considered what they call Ion. Um, he doesn't need a ring. He has the living embodiment of the Green Lanterns, which I, I talked to you, I talked to very briefly. So each lantern has their own spirit animal, as I said, and I'm not shitting you. It's actually real. Okay. So Parallax is some, like, scorpion goblin-looking creature. and For yellow. For yellow. Parallax is a yellow embodiment. Ion is the embodiment of the Green Lanterns, and it looks like a space whale cow. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It looks like the dumbest thing. That's like, if, if you were to name a whale Nessie, it would look like that. Whatever you put in your head, it looks like that. Wow. But it's green and made it out of energy. What? Why? They all have, like, embodiments. Parallax was like this crazy scorpion. Ion's a cow. 
A cow. Man. Somehow Justice got the shaft on this, or got willpower, it. I mean. Stubbornness. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean. So Kyle, Kyle hosts this thing, so he doesn't need a power ring. Uh, he hosts it, so it just comes out of his body. Um, so a hundred of these power rings just go flying up to space, these yellow ones, and they're trying to track them down. Um, now, it, it's important to note before we get into, like, the depths, all the power rings talk. Yes, they do. And this is weird to me, because all the power rings talk off of a host planet, or just something internally. So, for example... Wait, so are the power rings sentient? The people that control the power rings and where they go are sentient. Now, for example... Um, there is a Green Lantern planet named Mogo, and Mogo is a Green Lantern. He's a sentient planet that directs where the rings go and helps find new Green Lantern initiates. It's not really confirmed that the Yellow or the Yellow Lanterns have one of those for a time. Uh, I don't know about later. But either way. Okay, so the Green Lantern's in pursuit, and now um, this is really interesting to me. So... I don't particularly like Superman, and I know that I'm jumping over, but I'm kind of, like, setting the stage. So the yellow lantern rings are out. Sinestro's got his new corpse going. He's got a suit, and the yellow lantern rings are finding people. Okay? He mm-hmm. broke out. Nobody knows that he's out there yet, except that the yellow impurity is inside the power battery. So on the green lantern uh, power batteries, there's a yellow impurity. This yellow impurity is actually a different form of parallax. So they've put Parallax in all these power batteries to have them contained. I don't understand why, but they're like temporal prisons. So hmm. yellow bat- these power batteries, nobody can fight yellow except for Kyle Rayner, Kyle Rayner's Ion, so on and so forth. Okay, I don't like Superman specifically. He's too much of a goody two-shoes. But I cannot tell you how excited I am whenever we get to Cyborg Superman. Hank Henderson is by far one of the most interesting things that's ever come out of Superman once you read this story. I need to read that story. It's, it's, I, again, I, that's why I'm not giving you a play by play, but his storyline through Sinestro's in this is so interesting. Really? I, by the end of it, I was like, what? What the fuck? Okay. (laughs) So his name was Hank Henderson. So he's like a real person. He was not just like some robot. Yeah. Um, he was tied up between a wall that held the universes together. Now, there are 52 universes in total. This is not tied to the new 52 that comes during the 2015 reboot. Mm-hmm. There are 52 universes in total for the DC universe. So, and I say that because that way you understand that there's only 52. It's not an endless thing. There's like 52 universes and... Earth Prime, or Earth 2, is the main one that we deal with mostly when we interact with people. So, Cyborg Superman is tied up between these, like, the multiverse walls. The Guardians put them there. Um, And they come to find out that if one of the universes gets destroyed, it'll chain react and break the rest of them as well. Hmm, I didn't know that. It was really strange to be come out in a Green Lantern thing and not like a, I don't know, Superman or Batman thing. Or even just a Justice League one. Yeah, Justice League would have made a lot more sense yeah. when it was like specifically to Green Lantern, especially with like anyways. Hmm. Okay. So setting the stage. So all of the Earth based um, lanterns, which includes Guy Gardner, Kyle Rayner, John Stewart, and Hal Jordan, are all talking about the yellow rings and where they are and what they're going to do. 
Um, so they go to Cord because that's where they know where Sinestro usually is because they find that Sinestro escapes. The Guardians mental message him and like, hey, fucking, he got out. Oops. Um, so they go to Cord and Cord is like, I know that we showed pictures and you guys saw it last time on the Instagram. It looks like yellow, like mountainish. It looks like straight hell. Like there's lava and like blackness and like it just looks like. Hell. Is this a Star Wars crossover? It doesn't look like Star Wars. It looks like, <laughs> oh, how do best? Put, it doesn't look like Mustafar. It's not like all lava, but like mm. it looks like just a, the Grand Canyon if it was done by Tim Burton. All right. It just looks like a hmm. nightmare. Anyways, so um, while all the like Green Lanterns kind of show up. To Cord to find um, Sinestro. Sinestro's actually on Oa trying to kill the Guardians with his new power rings, and the Earth Green Lanterns and all the other Green Lanterns are there, get ambushed on Cord because there's like over a hundred of these new Sinestro Corp members, and they are all just like terrifying monsters. They're not like humanoid at all. None of them are. They're all like monsters. Which is funny because we. Um we have some very fearful people on this planet. This is true. So, like, but they're all, like, monsters. Like, it's so crazy to see that, like, most of the Green Lanterns and, like, the good guy Lantern Corps mm-hmm. are, like, humanoid, where everyone else is, like, they're kind of humanoid, but they're, like, clearly mutated beyond normal. Except for Saint Walker. I don't like Saint That's way later. Um, so... The Sinestro Corps go after Kyle Rayner and kidnap him. Um, and they're trying to kidnap him so they can rip uh, Ion out of him. Because if they take away the living embodiment, then they can't use the power rings. So they're provoking him and doing that. Real quick note, Sinestro looks like Hitler now. Oh. I'm not kidding. He's got like a lit, like that mustache is shorter and he's got that weird quaff thing that Hitler yes. had. Yes. He definitely looks like Hitler. I've never seen this, yeah. Yeah. It it and it makes a lot of sense moving forward in the story, but um, yeah, it was kind of too on the nose at the at the time. Hmm. Um, okay. I you would think somebody at uh, DC would be like, yeah, let's maybe not. May, maybe let's go into a little bit of a different direction. No, they no, wanted hey. to make sure he looked as evil as possible. I mean, he was a dictator, so <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's already halfway there. But we'll get there. Okay. okay, so he wants to bring about a new order. So this is what I'm saying. He is a dictator. He wants to bring about a new order to like not just his universe, but like to all the multiverses. To all of Germany. <laughs> in a nutshell in a nutshell yeah he wants to bring order to all of Germany but it's he wants to do it across all the multiverses because he feels like the Guardians have done a shit job Okay. thinks that they're just not doing well enough so he's like you guys suck I'm going to do this and he did this weird motion. I'm not going to show it at all. But, uh, uh, what, did he raise his arm? No, 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 no. Oh. Um, raise his right arm? No. He was like, check out this power ring. He, um, Wait, he flipped him off? No, he just was shooting the power ring at him. Um, so, the, so a quick note as well. I say quick note a lot, but it's because I forget a lot of stuff. <laughs> the Green so, Lantern rings aren't allowed to kill people. You're not allowed to kill anyone. No. Uh, as a Green Lantern. 
Um, this is a big deal because the Sinestro Corps don't play by that rule. No, well, they, don't they play start by any rules. to massacre the Green Lanterns. Do we you? go from about, I would say, 2,000 Lanterns down to 100. Holy shit. Within a few comics. Um, because they just massacre them. Because the, the Lanterns can't fight back. They can knock them out, but if they use, uh, they try and use Lethal Force, the ring will deactivate and shut off. Ooh, big disadvantage. <laughs> um... So it, it comes out during this time while kind of everybody's in this uh, fray where the Green Lanterns are fighting. They're kind of this mini war that's happening. Sinestro is hanging out with um, Parallax and um, Kai and well with Parallax, and he's kidnapped Kyle Rayner. And he's like, Kyle Rayner, you're gonna feel fear because uh, truth be told, Kyle Rayner's mom died of like a mysterious disease when he was a kid. Sinestro actually uh, curated this disease monster with Parallax and caused Kyle Rayner's mom to die, like, on purpose. No, shit. Why are all these DC villains murdering mothers? We, but hold on, like, we go from, like, mustache twirling, like, you know, negative guy to, like, killing moms and stuff. Mm -hmm. So... That, that kind of was like a, a shocker thing uh, for a minute. So he he's doing all this so that he can rip Ion out of Kyle Rayner and essentially throw Parallax into Kyle because the, 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 the creatures don't need like a specific host. They just need a host. Yeah. So it's, Kyle Rayner's not specifically anything special. To... To Parallax. Well, no, to, like, anybody. So, like, he wasn't destined to be Ion's, like, host. He just was conveniently Ion's host. Hmm. So, they they essentially... So, they get Kyle Rayner to submit to fear, and they shove Parallax into him, while Kyle Rayner's trapped inside of his own mind, kind of like they did to Hal Jordan. Um... So while they have now have on their team, they now have new Parallax and they have the Anti-Monitor. And the Anti-Monitor is a big villain throughout the Justice League and Mm -hmm. we'll get into him sometime. He's a being of antimatter, and he just, he's destroying everything. Um, So while Parallax and Anti-Monitor and the Yellow Lanterns are killing all these Green Lanterns because they're hunting them down... Sinestro kind of takes like a personal moment and goes to Krogar, which is his original home planet. And there's a new lantern. She's a doctor um, and she's really cool. And like all she wants to do is help people. She doesn't want to dictate rule like um, Sinestro did. And he shows up and he's like, why are you not helping them? Or like, why aren't you ruling them? And she's like, I just want to help them. He's like, you're an idiot. Isn't she a love interest too? No. No. Hmm. Or at least not now, not right at this time. I want to say in the future she becomes one. So that's interesting as far as what I got to. So we'll see. Maybe hmm. put a put a bow on that. Um, so he essentially like provokes her to fight because like there's messages going out this entire time from the Guardians like, hey, Sinestro's on the loose. If you see him, like stop him. Like, so he shows best. up and he's like, fight me, and she's like, no. He's like, well, if you fight me, they'll they'll fear you. So, I mean, that's exactly what I want. So, he, like, takes a dive on purpose. And then he's like, oh. And so, they're all like, oh, hell. And, like, you're you're going to rule us now. But be better than Sinestro. And he's like, cool. Now stay here. And, like, then he leaves. But 
Dude, he it was a really weird like sequence to just be like, why, why did you do that? Yeah, he, he, I feel like it was just like a personal like sub story for him to be like, fuck you, and then like run off. Huh. Um. So right at the end of this, we get introduced to Mogo, as I said, the one that controls the Green Lantern things, and he's a planet Green Lantern, so he's sentient. Um. So the, as I said, I'm interested in the uh, the Robo Superman because at the end of this, we talk about. Um, so on the team of the Yellow Lanterns, they are stacked. By the way, I don't know if you've even keeping track. We have Sinestro, mm-hmm. the Anti Monitor, uh, Robo Superman, and Parallax inside of Kyle Rayner. Like they are, they're pretty heavy handed right now. Yeah, they're they're heavy hitters. Um. But the crazy thing is, is that there's a conversation between Anti-Monitor and Cyborg Superman and where he's like, look, we have to win Sinestro Corpse rules and I'll kill you because Hank Henderson can't die. He, every time he dies, he comes back. So like the only reason he's helping because he knows the Anti-Monitor with his Anti-Matter could kill him. Hmm. So that's why I say like when you go down his story, it's really interesting. Okay. I'd be really interesting to read more Cyborg Superman. So I'm going to skip over kind of a chunk of these comics because they were in the Sinestro Corps war line, but they had nothing to do with Sinestro. But I'm going to briefly touch the things that are important. Um, These are kind of personal vendetta stories where the Yellow Lanterns just kind of go off for people that pissed them off. Anti-Monitor, Cyborg Superman, bitching about how he hates normal Superman. Kyle Rayner being like, oh, I failed my mom and all these girlfriends that keep dying on me. I mean, he was a handsome dude, so he did have a lot of girlfriends. Um, all this time, there's the fight over Mogo, and it's essentially they are trying to drill down into Mogo's crust, and then they have, like, these brain baby bomb people that can essentially... They're, like, huge-headed baby-looking guys, and they just blow up, and they're, like, planet destroyers. And all the lanterns are fighting to not have them... Um, blow up inside of Mogo because if Mogo dies they can no longer recruit new lanterns because they don't have anybody to send the rings out. Nobody has enough uh, sentientness. I'm quoting it with the errors right now because I don't I don't know what word I'm looking for yeah, here. Out, though. He doesn't right. have the nobody else has the power to do it. Okay. Um, so there are there's not very many lanterns left. There is Kilowog and a couple of trainees, and then, like, two splinter cell groups that consist of one of them being the the Lantern from Krogar, and, like, some pretty heavy hitters that Kilowog is trained. And they're trying to find Ion and Kyle Rayner, and, um... So they're, they're going through uh, Mogo and the kind of war worlds that Sinestro Corpse is making, um... They have another kind of Mogo, but it's like an AI that's helping them like steer the planet because they're getting closer. Um, so while um, this is happening, Hal finds is searching for both Guy and John Stewart, and I only mention this is because this will come to play later. Hal Jordan, Green Lantern Extraordinaire, puts yeah. on twenty yellow lantern rings and like beats the fuck out of people. Why? Because, well, the Green Lantern rings are useless. They can't be, they're not doing anything, and he's out of power battery, and so he just puts them all on, and because he was part of Parallax for a little bit, 
he can't really use them, so they're more like electric shock gauntlets. Huh. He just starts going after like corpse members <laughs> while he's trying to like get away. So all this time, Sinestro's not in this. So he it takes like five more issues for him to show up because he's just nowhere during all this. It's all going about other people's story. Um, so this is the big turning point. So they're losing. Like these bomb people are right near the core of Mogo. Like Hal's using yellow lantern energy that he can't control. Sinestro shows up. He's like, what are you doing, dummy? Like you can't use these things. Like he turns them off on him. <laughs> and he's like, you can't use them. <laughs> So, so this sky. this looks pretty bad. And so in the background of all this, the Guardians have um, rewritten the Book of Oa. Now, this is the book that are laws that say what the Green Lanterns can do. And they have implemented the 10 new rules. Um, the first new rule is that the Green Lanterns can now use lethal force. Um, Which is a big thing. That is a very big thing because there are two Guardians that say, hey, you can't do this. You're you're giving in your own fear by rewriting these rules. You can't do this. Um, and all the other Guardians, the, there's like nine of them. Not, the other seven are like, no, 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 no. We're going to do this. You guys are banished for not being on this. Um, and these two banished Guardians, get they take names. We'll get to that later. So, big deal. Lethal Force is authorized. I... I Let's see. And the big reveal during this is that uh, Sinestro is not trying to take over Oa because that's where a lot of the fighting is happening. Is Oa is on Mogo. Mm -hmm. Sinestro has joined or gathered a majority of the corpse, including all of his heavy hitters, uh, on Earth because Earth is the anchor point between all the multiverses. Each multiverse can be controlled and gone through very easily through Earth. So Sinestro has found this out, and so he's trying to dominate Earth. So, this is, this is the first part. Okay, do you see, like, where we've, we've gone from just, like, uh, Dick Dastardly twirling villain to this? So, so I wanted to pause here to kind of get your input, because, again, like, mm -hmm. th this was one of the first ones that you wanted. And, again, you have a, an idea of what Sinestro is going to become, but, like, you see just, like, the level of cruelty that he's gone to... Yeah, it's it's very strange to see him this bad's not the right word. This evil. Because he I think deep down Sinestro did have a good heart, but he's just he's he's gone mm -hmm. in these comics. He's he's no longer the um that guy with a good heart trying to do the right thing, but in a bad way. Just kind of misguided. Miss mm -hmm. hmm. Logan, what are your what are your thoughts? Uh, my thoughts. Um, I don't know. He it sounds a lot more interesting than the freaking Golden Age. That's for sure. Yeah. He was white bread back then. Oh, Jeez. God. It it feels like. For some reason, again, I, I can't compare to much since this is the first one, but go, going from, like, they did him wrong and that to this, it feels like, like, all right, we only got one shot of fixing this. How horrendous can we make this? Yeah. <laughs> and that's why I don't like Golden Age comics. I mean, I know they're classics, but they're just awful. I kind of am more interested in, like, the Flash in the Golden Age, to be honest. Oh. Huh? 
Why the we'll Flash? We'll have to do one of his uh, villains. Because well, because like I know the Flash now, and I know his like big moments. Um, Flashpoint being you know one of the best stories of all time, but like a lot of the villains that we see now didn't really change much, like Captain Cold and stuff, and freaking um, Boomerang. Mm-hmm. Like Captain Boomerang, like these guys still existed from the Golden Age, and somehow they translated, I guess, fairly well. They so did. I'm interested to see how certain villains like kept their campiness, while other villains like Sinestro just get like completely reworked. Oh, I don't, I don't, I'm kind of at a loss for words because I don't know, I don't know much about them from the Golden Age. But I'm excited to mm. see them. Okay. So that that is, you know, the first part of Sinestro. Um, so the, the next part... Um, now, guys, I will be putting um, at least one of these um, lists on the Instagram. And you guys are still working on the website. I'm not going to lie to you. That is... So far, like on the back burner, we don't mm-hmm. have enough information for me to really want to be like dedicated to do it right now. So it's not that we're not going to do it. It's just that we need more information, more stuff to be done first. Um, but I will be posting on the Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook the list for one of these storylines because it does get a little confusing. I'm not going to put it for the Sinestro Corpse War because if you go to DC Infinite, I, I will probably copy and paste but the DC Infinite has a whole like section that's just the Sinestro Corpse War. It's perfect timeline. But I will I will take those as well so you guys can read them. But so back to the Sinestro Corpse uh, War on Green Lantern twenty four part eight um, is really we see Sinestro first time show up since like the beginning when he's like oh here's my other corpse and like the Krogar thing. Um, and he does it just a monologue. <laughs> um, and you're not wrong because I wrote this right here on this. Look, he essentially wants to create Germany across all the multiverse under the Sinestro Corps. Essentially, yes, he wants to become Hitler. I, I typed this because I want... He's a space Hitler. He's he space is. Hitler. Yes. Which is crazy. Um, yeah. More than anything, it just feels like he wants control, and that that I wanted to bring like as a discussion point. Like, why why is that like such a big thing to have control? Yeah, because like because if his whole thing is fear, like so does he fear like losing the control that he has that he can't make decisions for himself under like the guardians? Like, I'm just confused. Like, why that's such a big sticking point that he has to control it all? Maybe he's just a control freak. You think so? Um. I mean, yeah, that's the only reasonable, logical thing is that he he doesn't want to lose control and he doesn't want to not have his way, more or less. Because he's, I don't know about his family or where he came from, if he had a parents or maybe he was adopted. Maybe he was uh, a egg. I don't fucking know what they do things on his planet. I don't but, think they're eggs. Um... Now you made me lose my point. <laughs> it was a good point. I'm, I'm interested. I'm listening. Um, what? He's 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 a spoiled brat, essentially. You think so? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I mean, anybody who wants to be Hitler probably is. Yeah, more or less. 
And like I said, I don't know about his family life, but maybe he didn't. Maybe he was an only child and just got everything he ever wanted. And that just translated over into his adulthood. Okay. So, during this time that he shows up, the Green Lanterns go on... The, this is the beginning of what I like to call the uh, the Lethal Force Lanterns, because they just start fucking killing everybody. Wow. The, the Sinestro Corps? They start killing every member of the Sinestro Corps they can get their hands on. Because there's only probably 50, lan- like 50 Lanterns left out of like 2,000, and they just start going on a killing rampage. Jon Stewart summons a big-ass machine gun. Kilowog hmm. just starts punching through people. Like, they start, like, cutting and slicing, and Guy Gardner's just, like, they just start killing people left and right. And the rings just go crazy to find new hosts immediately. Oh, shit. Oh, because they're not supposed to? Well, because the lanterns have never been able to be killed before, but just like all other the Green Lantern rings, the Yellow Lanterns have some hosts, which I apparently forgot to write down, but they have a host that makes them find ring or host as well. They have a sentient being that helps them find hosts. Um, the next little stories through here are ones on how Kyle Rayner gets free of like um, parallax and stuff. Kind of side stories, not directly with Sinestro. So we're going to skip them. As I said, guys, we don't want play-by-plays. We want to delve into our character. More of just the character. But when we finally put, put the big puzzle together, it's going to be great. Um, so... So we so we jump to Green Lantern twenty five Sinestro Wars Part eleven because again between eight and eleven are side stories. We get introduced at this time to all the new corps that are about to happen because the two banished guardians show up to the Earthmen guardian or the Earthmen Green Lanterns Hal, John, Kyle, and Guy. They show up to them like, "Hey, I'm listening. <laughs> I am listening." <laughs> They go, hey, we got some bad news. Um, There's a prophecy called the Blackest Night that's happening right now. And what's going to happen is that since the Sinestro Corps are here and the Guardians have given into fear and started the Lethal Force Lanterns, the the rest of the emotional spectrum is about to be unleashed. And um, what that means is that there's going to be a bunch of new Lantern Corps and they're all going to start fighting each other over different reasons. Um, and guys, in the Instagram and stuff, I will put the link to Green Lantern Fandom. They have the emotional spectrum. I would love to go over it, you guys. It would take two hours. Isn't yeah. it like uh, anger? There's anger, hope, greed, life, will, life, death, death fear, love, love, and I want to say there's one more, but I don't remember. Fear. We already said that. Hope. I said hope. Um, anyways, we'll post them because there's only technically seven because white and black aren't in yet. Oh, okay. Um, there's indigo. Oh, and I didn't say indigo. That, what was that? What's that emotion for them? Blue is hope. Indigo is something else. I don't know. Look at the emotional spectrum, guys. It'll be in the link below. <laughs> um... <laughs> So, Sinestro's plan all along was to actually get the Guardians to allow the lethal force. So, oh. Sinestro knew about the prophecy and wanted the Guardians to start the lethal force. So, that's why he imbued or implanted 
um, fear inside the Guardians like a very long time ago. Like so, one of the original times that he was locked up in like the power battery with Parallax, he implanted fear inside like the Guardians somehow to be able to start this whole process. Um, so at this time, Cyborg, Superman, and Anti Monitor have taken Mongol's War World and turned it into a Mobile Sinestro Corps world. And they are moving it towards Earth. Um, and they are over Coast City, which is the base planet or base base city over Hal Jordan. Um, and it seems to be the key point of the multiverse hole where they're going to collapse it on top of that. And so they're going to smash World War World on top of Coast City and then break and control the multiverse from here is what Sinestro's whole plan is. So he's going to go control. He's going for the Hail Mary, just going to slap it right on it. Um, so hmm. while they're in Coast City, while everybody is in this large-ass brawl, other lanterns show up that are still alive. The Sinestro Corps are left. Cyborg Superman versus normal Superman. Superman Prime, Superboy clone, shows up. <laughs> and starts fighting everybody. What? Yeah. How many Superman are we at? Oh, also, this there is are after, so many. This is after the death of Superman. So after the death of Superman, they made we a had, robot Superman. They had Cyborg Superman, Hank Henshaw, but he didn't look like a cyborg. He looked like normal Superman. But he's there was Superboy, which um, isn't that his son? No, which was oh. a clone. Clone of him. And then there's from the Hive homestead. I no, I think it was Lex Luthor. Was it? Yeah, it was Why would Lex Luthor. Luthor make Superman? Because he got bored? He missed him. Oh. And he wanted to be in control. He uh, wanted to have a minion. Yeah. More or less. He's like, oh, Someone I have Superman to, in my pocket. He wanted to have Superman and in his pocket. Exactly. So Superboy became Superboy Prime. Superboy Prime got fucking pissed. Why? Because he realized he was a clone and uh, he went insane. So they locked him up in one of these sin cells near um, Sinestro. Sinestro broke him out and gave him a yellow lantern ring. Ooh, that's scary. <laughs> but because after he was beaten, he was wearing his one of his own black suits. During the Coast City fight, the sun comes up so he can fully recharge, and he just starts fighting everybody. Everybody in the Justice League. I mean, Red Tornado, Hawkman, Hawkgirl, Superman, Wonder Woman. He's fighting fucking everybody, and Damn. nobody can stop him. Like, even Black Lightning shows up, and, like, they can't stop him. And so... This is a really cool thing. I'm not going to go into it, but like Superman's whole family shows up and that's pretty intimidating. Superman has a family? Dude. What, Lois Lane? He has a family. Yeah. What, like Supergirl? I'm and... not going to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about it. I'm just going to say, you got to read this comic to see what Crypto does. It's fucking nuts. Crypto the dog? Yeah. Crypto the dog. So, while everyone's fighting... um, They so what finally happens is that the anti monitor is also in uh, New York City, and so the Justice League are kind of split, and they're like, "Well, shit, what do we do?" So they teleport anti monitor over to Coast City, and they take War World. Guy Gardner and John Stewart link up, and they slingshot War World into anti monitor, and then they contain it, and so they blow up the anti monitor while Cyborg Superman is right next to him. And they just fucking incinerate the whole area. So Coast City is gone again. Like a good chunk of it. And the Anti-Monitor's dead. War World's gone. I'm not surprised. So they, they, they pulled a pretty 
fast move was pretty cool. Um, so all these, so during this time, Sinestro has kind of sub robots that were controlled by Cyborg Superman called Manhunters. Not the Martian Manhunters, man it was called Manhunters. Yeah, man- Manhunters, they were before. They were the original Green Lanterns, mm-hmm. except they were robots. They they glitched out and started massacring a lot of people, and we'll get to that yeah, soon. Whoops. <laughs> um, so Cyborg Superman's controlling these guys. He blows up, they shut down. So... Sinestro is fighting Hal and Kyle with these robots and kind of whooping their ass, of course. These robots shut down, um, and inside these robots' heads are Sinestro's, like, small battery cell things that he's made. So Kyle and Hal grab one of these, and they drain Sinestro's power ring with it. Kind of in, like, a reverse... um, like Green Lantern way. Because if you remember the original power ring, you could drain from a Green Lantern ring. Yes. Well, the cell can drain from the Yellow Lantern ring to charge the cell, essentially. <laughs> so, Sinestro's ring is depleted. He is standing in front of Kyle Rayner and Hal Jordan. He's defeated. Yeah, I And mean, then he disappears? No, he decides <laughs> to fucking 2v1 bare fist these two. He <laughs> thinks he can do it. Sinestro's going to fight Hal Jordan and Kyle Rayner without any ring. She's going to punch the fuck out of him. I mean, and he starts to do it. He legit I mean, starts to beat. He is, he is Sinestro. I he mean, starts to beat the shit out of them. So this is wow. a real question that I wanted to bring up and, and take a moment to talk about. This seems like a weird move for Nest for Sinestro, a man of like logic control. Is that you are you are without allies, without weaponry. To kind of go down the brute force path seems a little weird. Because he's on the freaking verge. He's, he's on the edge. Yeah, he's, he's angry. But, what, but again, we, we see him from the other other way. He just would disappear. Even in like moving forward past this, he'll disappear. <laughs> <laughs> disappear. Somebody will But this time, this one time, he's like, I'm going to fight both of these guys. With he my didn't have hands. another way out. That's probably why. That just seems so weird to me. That, that would have been an interesting fight to watch. He didn't think it through. Like, Sinestro and Hal oh. actually square off. You, you should see it, because he fucks them up pretty good Does for he? a minute. Yeah. Their costumes get ripped, his not so much. Fuck them up! Um, so, wow. during this time, he's also, like, monologuing how both Kyle and Hal have felt fear, and there will always be fear in the galaxy. Um, and he, he hits Kyle hard enough with, I think, they're at, like, a construction site. Hits him with a beam hard enough that Kyle's stunned him down. Um, and how kind of makes a good point that the Green Lantern's job is not to have the most willpower, but it's to overcome fear, and they always will. Um, at this point, he punches Sinestro through, like, a wall and knocks him out cold and, like, handcuffs him. Those poor construction workers. Right? Wouldn't that kind of <laughs> suck? Oh, yeah. Come back. Be like, what the fuck? Is that a Sinestro-shaped hole in the wall? Well, isn't that kind of what The Incredibles was about? Was like, they're like, this does not outweigh the cost of our buildings and people dying and shit for you superheroes to duke it out. That's I want to remember. That's why they banned the, ban the superheroes. In, I, I, I know, but this is this is DC. We don't give a well, fuck about that. Well, okay. Shit. Well, I'm just saying, like, why not in the superhero comics and shit? You'd think that they. That's would boring. Nobody <laughs> wants to read about that. I mean, I'm I think saying, it'd be an interesting. Concept. No, nobody wants to read Garth's day. Garth wakes up, goes to construction. <laughs> 
Garth, there's a new hole in the wall. It's going to cost you some overtime. Nobody wants to read about Garth. Does but Garth go into a vat of acid? No? It. Nobody gives a shit about Garth. Freaking Superman. Fuck Garth. Okay, so that is kind of the end of... So this is kind of a strange thing. So as I said, in the background, Superman Prime is still like beating the shit out of people. Mm-hmm. He hurt the guardians get involved. One or two of them do, and um, they get so involved that like S- Superman Prime actually like kills him. But when he dies, they like explode. Whoa! And so like he grabs onto him and won't let him go, and like explodes enough that he also kills like Superman Prime. So now they're down from nine guardians to like six, with two banished and one dead. Um, which is a big deal because Guardians are, like, super powerful. Yeah, they're, they're very, very old, and they're very... Um, and then the Anti-Monitor isn't actually dead. He pops back up with his anti-energy, and Superman grabs him and throws him into space. And, like, just pff, sends him down the way. He's like, fuck this. I'm not going to deal with this right now. <laughs> he was so lazy about it. He just throws him. Fuck this. <laughs> That's <Nope>. lazy writing. <laughs> um, Sinestro is locked back up Noah. Same prison cell, same weird back things. Um, Wait, so they're gonna put him back in the cell that he escaped out of the first two time. times? Yeah. Um, Seems logical. So before the end of the Sinestro War in the epilogue, the Green Lanterns are still hunting down the Sinestro corpse and killing them um, or detaining them. Essentially, it's surrender or die um, for all Sinestro corpse members, even new ones. Um, one of these creatures is, or one of the Sinestro Corps escapes and lands on a planet, kind of recovering. Freaking Mongol shows up and snaps his neck and takes the yellow power ring. Now, I don't know if you know who Mongol is. He is not to be fucked with. Yeah, no. Um, so this is the end of the Sinestro Wars, is Mongol showing up in and getting the yellow power ring. Um, before I get into kind of the ring quest storyline real quick... Um, which is a, another side one before we get to a uh, the the next big one, the secret origins. Mm-hmm. The the ring one is it's a prequel sub story that just goes and shows how Mongol is recruiting new Sinestro Corps members and bringing about the Black Knight. It's not that interesting, but I put the three in there that are involved in there, and I'll put them in our. Uh, in our uh, Instagram and stuff for you guys. Cool. Um, so that's the end of Sinestro Corpse War. So I know we already kind of talked about it, but I mean, that that's where we're at is that Sinestro goes from, you know, this, this weak guy in a cell to essentially almost ruling all the multiverses. He, he went for like, the long game because like when we see like oh i'm going to take over this city or the world or the universe no homeboy went i fucking know where the multiverse is i'm gonna rule them all that's true yeah sinestro go big or go home i mean he's crazy um he's dedicated for one it it was just strange to kind of see that big drastic change from you know dick dastardly to oh now we're Hitler. We 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 were Hitler with the biggest heavy hitters that you know DC had seen at that time. So that is Sinestro parts, you know, our, our Sinestro corpse. That's the beginning of Sinestro corpse. 
So we move on to probably the one that you're more familiar with now, mm-hmm. the next part of Sinestro, and the one I'm kind of more interested in seeing. So we get to see him in Green Lantern, the 2005. So this is really confusing, and this I kind of want to get into discussion with quick. The the Sinestro Corpse lines has 2006 print, and the Secret Origins are a 2005 print. But when they were actually released, the Sinestro Corpse were in 2007, and the Secret Origins are in 2008. The printing on the years on these are really weird. Yeah. So I'm going to try and, like, put them out as easy as I can so you can follow. Because I'm not going to lie, I started doing the research after the Sinestro Corpse horror, because mm-hmm. then I have to do it myself instead of it being in the timeline. I got lost, like, twice. I was like, wait, I'm reading the wrong year. Yeah, no, I, I did the same thing. Yeah. And I tried to be like, you know what? I should probably read a couple. I read I, like one I will put them, like, I don't know what's happening. I will. I don't know where to start. I will put them all over. We have lists. I have all the lists here. Okay. Green Lantern 2005, issue 26. We see a different part of Sinestro right out the gate. So this is like a year later. We see... Sinestro in a prison cell in Oa, um, looking about the same. He's talking to Hal Jordan, and he talks like uh, he won. He, obviously, he's locked it back up in Oa, and but he won. He's like, I got the Guardians to do Lethal Force. I've won. Everything's different now. Um, and that the only and Hal's like, you know, I feel bad because all the colleagues that you had and all the Green Lanterns that you killed during this fight, you used to call friend. Uh, or they called you friend. He's like, they weren't friends to me. They were colleagues. The only friends I've ever had was Avin Sir and then Hal. And this is like a very intimate moment from like a sociopathic side. Yeah. Like from a man that was just charged for like killing hundreds and thousands to be like, you know, you were my only friend, really. Yeah. No, that's. this. Fuck all the other guys. This reminds me very much of like Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> um, My job. Well, that's. That's a little bit of Hitler right there. So he, he's kind of going to reflect about how the best times were like when him and Hal would break the rules, like stretch the rules to find like uh, Hal Jordan's killer because whoever like caused the plane to be faulty, the one that crashed, that mm-hmm. his dad, and to hunt Avancer's killer. Um, so he's like, these were the best times, you know, when we weren't just Green Lanterns. Um and he's like, this whole plan stemmed from when they locked him in the power battery the first time and he found the yellow impurity wasn't a live being. It wasn't just a yellow impurity, quote unquote. Um, and as I said, he implanted fear. Um, before Hal leaves, he's like, hey, I just wanted to come, you know, say goodbye. He's like, why are you saying goodbye? He's like, because you're on death row. You are not. Um, you're not getting out of this. So you're not getting out because we have a force. Anybody that's a prisoner is, you know, on it on death row, essentially. So, during this time, we get the secret origin, where we get the backstory to Hal and Sinestro, the best friend story that I, I feel like you've read at some mm-hmm. point. Um, and it really just starts kind of showing that Hal's on, you know, Green Lantern. If you saw the Green Lantern with um, Ryan Reynolds, kind of the same story. Yeah, kind of. He's learning how to be a Lantern. He meets Kilowog. He trains, go on a few missions here and there. Nothing too big. Yeah. Nothing we all haven't seen before. Nothing that we haven't all seen before. I'm not going to give you Batman. My parents were murdered 60th time. We've seen it. 
how Jordan's learning how to be a Green Lantern. Sinestro's here and there. Kilowog's the trainer for all the new lanterns. Mm-hmm. Um, in the backstory, we actually come, and I had to put this in after I was, like, way far. Um, Abin Sir is alive at this time when we're in the back because Sinestro's a Green Lantern. So Abin Sir was alive, and he had found Atrocitus. Now, Atrocitus later becomes the leader of the Red Lanterns through a very brutal format, and we're not going to talk about it because it's so cool. <laughs> it's so cool. I read the comic oh, today. Oh, oh it's so cool. Um, so he had kidnapped. He found Atrocitus because during um, oh, we'll get there. Uh, because Atrocitus knows of the Black Knight prophecy, and he was telling Abin Sir this. Abin Sir is like, "Well, that can't be true. The Guardians aren't, you know, fearful beings. They're devoid of emotion." Uh, Atrocitus kind of convinces Avinsur to have fear, and then he takes over the plane and crashes it into Earth. Avinsur is found by Hal, and we get the uh, Avinsur's ring goes to Hal. Sinestro is notified of this. Um, Atrocitus has landed on Earth because he has landed in Nevada. He's going to California to find William, William Hand, who becomes the Black Lantern later. Yes. Yes. High five. <laughs> Look at my ring. Look at my ring. Yes. Okay. Um, Look at this. So this vaguely from the outside looks like one of the first guardians that felt emotions. One of the banished ones later is named Gneth. And he's actually where I would put the blame of Sinestro becoming Sinestro on. Um, Because. He's a dick or something? No. So he's one of the first guardians that felt fear, which they weren't supposed to do. But he also privately mentally contacts Sinestro and is like, Hey, um, you need to go meet Hal and hang out with him and find out and find, you know, Avancer's killer and stuff um, and report back to me. But don't tell anyone else. Keep this our secret. So I feel like this, like Gneth was the reason that Sinestro was like breaking the rules is fine. Yeah. Because, you know, a guardian, which has the ultimate rule. Well, is the ultimate rule, and the Guardians have channels in which they talk. If you guys seen Loki, like, you're not supposed to directly talk to the Guardians. Mm-hmm. So if one's messaging you privately, something's going on. Um, so Sinestro finally shows up on Earth, locates Hal, and he's floating in there and blows Hal's, like, jet up. He's like, yo, you're wasting time. We gotta go. Let's go. Plane crashes. $60 million worth of, like, equipment just on the ground burning. We gotta go. Let's Here's your move ring. On. Casualties of war. Our ring is in your locker. We gotta go. And so Hal puts his ring on and immediately is like, well, fuck you. Like, I was told that, you know, lanterns work alone and you're, you're busting my spot up. They start fighting. And Sinestro really is just kind of a dick. We already knew that, but like he's very much just like, you don't know shit about he's, how to be a lantern. He's about the mission. No, he's not even about the mission. He's just like, you're a bad lantern. Like, you don't know how to do this. You don't know how to do that. How are you ever going to like protect yourself against this? Like, very much just like know-it-all, because he's been doing this for a while. Mm-hmm. And Hal's just like, what the fuck is this guy? Who is this guy? Um... So, and it's just that kind of staging you see where it's like, oh, I'm the wise master and I'm just going to dodge all your attacks while you, like, wear yourself out and I'm going to tell you why you suck. Very much that. Um, so, and Hal, of course, during this time is, like, pissed off and so Sinestro is able to explain if you feel anger, 
you're going to be disfocused. And if you feel fear, your projections that you make are going to be cracked and you can be broken through. And if you feel fear they, or anger, then they're not going to be as like stable. Mm-hmm. So you have to like have willpower to come over this stuff. Um, very briefly, very briefly, kind of in the Green Lantern movie as well. There's a guy that gets some chemicals on his head. He can see in people's brains. Parallax. No, not parallax. Oh, wow. Uh... It was parallax in the in the one with um, Ryan Reynolds, but mm-hmm. not in this one. Like, he just got some stuff spilled on his brain. He can see people's minds and, like, kind of puts fear in their head, which seems like a lot of parallax. Mm-hmm. So Hal starts to fight him because he's, like, going after everybody on the military base and, like, the lady he cares about. I don't know her name. I don't care. Uh, I don't care. Carol Danvers, I want to say. No, that's Star Sapphire. I don't think this is Carol. It might be Carol. They both have black hair. Don't care. The important part is... <laughs> This guy is terrorizing the base. So Nashville shows up and like sucks the oxygen out of his air and it incapacitates him. And then he just like kidnaps Hal. He's like, hey, we still gotta go. Wow. <laughs> like Hal is up against the wall trying to protect Carol and is like, what are we gonna do? And he's like, and the air's out of his lungs, and here we go. Which is very much like we have places to be. Get a move on. I don't care about this. And, like, once the guy is, like, incapacitated, like, all the, like, weird chemical brain energy just, like, goes away. It's (laughs) a very weird, like, instant, like, Sinesh is very strong. Here we go. Um, So, the Sinesh believes that the yellow impurity that is in the power batteries um, and what makes yellow stuff immune to Green Lanterns was put there by the Guardians. And he believed this when he was still a rookie, like Hal is. Mm-hmm. And he got suspended over it until Avin Sur stepped in. So he's got fucking balls. Like, Sinestro, out the gate as a rookie, was like, ah, I think you guys are trying to fuck us all. Um, so he, he's very much that egotistical person still. Um, they From this point, they visit the grave of Avin Sur, and he really gets, like, super, like, heart-to-heart broski moment with Hal. Because he diverges, like, how he's an individualistic thinker. He doesn't play well with others. He thinks way ahead of everyone else and doesn't go along with, like, this is just how it is. And how he trusts no ones. And how him to dro- and how it drives him to seek the truth, like, no matter what happens. And it caused issue with the Guardians. And how Avin Sir was his mentor and taught him how to calm down, focus, and trust others. Become a Green Lantern. Um, the Manhunters were killing a lot of people, and it was called the Massacre of Sector 66, or 666, 666, um, <laughs> of the entire sector, so which is a, a good chunk of galaxy. Yeah. Um, the Manhunters massacred the entire galaxy except for five individuals. Um, Damn. These five individuals were led by Atrocitus, and that's why he's looking for Earth, because he wants to kill the Guardians, for bringing in the Manhunters and slaying everybody. So he's trying to bring about the, bra- the Blackest Knights. Um, so underneath the Green Lantern suit, because at this time as well, Green Lantern suit, Sinestro's wearing it. It's got the black, it's got the white gloves, it's got the... we never seen this before in the old comics. Mm-hmm. Underneath this, he's still wearing that genie pajama bullshit. Why? I don't know. It's just the normal clothes that they wear. Like Hal wears his flight jacket and stuff. He's just wearing this pajamas. I guess it's from Krogar. I don't know. 
Yeah, I mean, maybe it's just as he home, looks ridiculous. Home planet where? Um, and it was also diverged at this time. I don't know if I was pay- not paying attention before, but you can store your power battery in a pocket dimension. I think I mentioned yes. this. Um, first but they kind of go into it in depth and show it a little better during mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. so it's not just some random like yeah you can put it in the pocket dimension don't ever show it don't you fucking and they actually show it now oh. so it was interesting to see no that that's pretty cool honestly so if you remember during the Sinatra's golden age how was the weakest bitch against yellow stuff oh could not fight against yellow but in the secret origin how can randomly fight against yellow so the 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 Consistency retconning. here is retconning is kind of weird. Yeah. Um, Sinestro essentially during a fight is scolds Hal about how Hal is just an angry boy lashing out, and Hal just needs to like get used to being a part of the team and grow up and just deal with like you're a Green Lantern now. You know that's just what you're gonna be. Mm-hmm. Um, later, Hal goes away from Sinestro and kind of revisits the memory of his dad dying and metaphorically. Let's go of his dad, you know, of the memory of his dad and how he gives his dad new life by letting go. Um, and Sinestro is behind him and explains, like, you know, green is life and why it's the basic element and the best element. That's why we're the Green Lantern Corps. Um, Hal gets really touched on how, you know, how much loss he felt. And Sinestro, without diverging too much, is like, you have no idea how much, like, what real suffering looks like, how much I've lost. You'll never know any about that. Uh, but he, at this point, he's very knowledgeable and connected. He, he just reminds me of Spock at this moment. Like, this whole comic series, I'm like, dude, this guy's just Spock. Yeah, just an evil. He's not evil, though. He's, he's just, like, a good idiot. guy. And it's just like, God, he's just like Spock. What the hell happened? Um, so then, like, while well, telling him someday that, like... How he'll need to be the next, you know, mentor to the lanterns later, um, and they kind of like, you know, they, they're they're parting ways, they're shaking hands, and the rings just fucking light up, and they're like, "Hey, you broke the rules. You've been too close to each other for too long," and they immediately get teleported to Oa for discipline. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> discipline. I thought it was so strange. They're like, "Yep, you've been you've been friendly for too long. Eh, time to go to Oa." So they're they're headed to Oa, and on a real quick note, guys, it looks like we're not going to just be able to split this in two. Looks like we're able to end this, so that's pretty exciting. Um, so they get teleported to Oa, and the guardians are like, "Hey, you you can't be friendly. Um, you can't be close to each other." Um, so Sinestro, while for the guardians, shows off that. How, you know, like, look, Avancer caught Atrocitus. We were hunting Atrocitus. Um, they had captured Atrocitus during this, during a fight that was going on, um, while Atrocitus was trying to find William Hand. Mm-hmm. They fight, they fight Atrocitus. This is a little bit. They capture him and bring him back to Oa. They're like, look, we caught Atrocitus. We sent him back here. We were doing the right stuff. And the Guardians are like, look, you were warned about being too close with Guardians. Like, you did this with Avancer as well. You can't be you can't be partnered up with them. You, you have to be separated. And Hal pipes in as a rookie and is like, "This is stupid. Why the fuck do we have all these rules? Why is there the yellow weakness? And why is like, why is everybody so emotionless? This seems stupid." And the Guardians start to blame Hal. They're like, "You can't be questioning us. Like, maybe you're not a Green Lantern." And the Sinestro backs him up and is like, "Look, 
he's right. And the only reason that I did all this, because there's a guardian amongst you guys that's named Ganeth that, like, wanted all this anyways. So, you know, you tell me what the fuck's up. The Guardians, like, immediately get quiet, kick Sinestro and Hal both out of the chambers. Like, hey, Sinestro, you're in charge of him now. Like, we don't agree with what's going on, but you're in charge of him now. In charge of Hal? In, in, okay. in charge of Hal. As, like, kind of like sub-partners, but they can go and, like, go off to different sectors and take care of stuff. Um, and then right at the end of The Secret Origin, Sinestro's like, hey... Hal, you should come to my home world next time and we'll, I'll treat you to dinner. Wink. Hmm. And so it's so strange to see, like, Sinestro's a good guy. Sinestro's, like, smart, too. Okay, everybody's fucking stupid. Yeah. Classic Sinestro. Um, so this is the this is the Black Knight, the Black Knight prequel. I'm going to kind of go through it quickly because Sinestro's not a ton in this yet. Um, the Blackest Knight concludes after 2010. So the prequel stuff is kind of here and there. Mm -hmm. So Atrocitus, um, so Atrocitus, before he gets locked away with the Guardians, he warns Sinestro that Krogar is going to spin into chaos soon. Um, And since Sinestro wants to protect all these other sectors, his sector is just going to fall into chaos. Um, And then we get Krogar kind of fighting, Sinestro being the dictator that we know him as, and we get to the end of the Sinestro Corpse War, where Sinestro is locked up in Noah. Um, at this time, the Guardians are trying to transport him to a different site, uh, closer to a red sun, where they have cells at. He breaks free, of course, because the Sinestro Corpse show up and break him free. While he's running away, the Red Lanterns actually get a hold of Sinestro, kill off the Corpse members, and uh, pretty much crucify <laughs> Sinestro on, like, a Red Lantern's uh, logo. Um, And they do this to attract Hal. Um, And while Hal is trying to get Sinestro down, Atrocitus shows up and, you know, just starts fighting Hal, trying to convince Hal to um, be a Red Lantern. Which, does he become a Red Lantern? So during this time, Sinestro tells Hal that, like, nobody needs the Guardians anymore, and how at some point Hal will rebel and become, like, the next, you know, when when the time is right and become the next leader of the Green Lanterns. Um, more of the Yellow Lantern members show up with the Blue Lanterns to fight off Red. But during this time, the Pink Lanterns also start show up, and there's, like, this weird crossfight where, like, Star Sapphire is hanging out with Hal, and Blue Saint Walker is hanging out with Hal. They're all fighting Atrocitus while also fighting Sinestro. So there's this weird cross battle that's happening. Wow. Um, So one of Hal Jordan's girlfriends that he's dating right now, because he's not with Star Sapphire, um, is a Red Lantern. She became filled with rage and became a, a Red Lantern. While she's attacking Hal and trying to, like, pin him down and, you know... Uh, Red Lanterns, for those that don't know, throw up acidic blood. Um, it's just a it's a byproduct of being a Red Lantern bearer. Cassie's over here like super what shocked. The fuck. Why? The Lantern Spectrum, when we get to Atrocitus, it's some of my favorite stuff. Cause they're so fucking insane. Um so she's a Red Lantern, she's trying to kill Hal. Sinestro just blows a hole through her. Like, with the Yellow Lantern thing. From, like, back to, like, front just blows a hole in her. And she's dead. 
Just shotguns are out. Just shotguns are right in front of Hal. Hal freaks the fuck out. And a red lantern ring that comes from off of her body immediately goes on the Hal and he becomes a red lantern. Um, and wow. goes berserk on Sinestro to the point where, like, the other corpse members are trying to stop him and he's, like, killing them. Um, hmm. So yeah. it's... Um, the, so they can't really stop Hal because he's so powerful at this point. The Saint Walker actually is a Blue Lantern, the leader of the Blue Lantern. He finds Atrocitus and puts his own ring on Atrocitus, and Atrocitus somehow like shuts down or becomes a Blue Lantern for a minute because Hal is able to become a Green Lantern again. Um, all the other Lanterns that may have turned into Red Lanterns get put back to normal. So like Atrocitus is gone for like a minute. And Sinestro uses this ability to teleport him and his corpse away back to um, Kord. So he disappears again. As I said, he continuously just disappears. Yeah, just, out of fucking nowhere, just gone. Um, so he goes to Kord and he creates a new fear power battery and starts sitting out to create a new corpse from those that don't trust uh, Mongol and those that, you know, because some of the corpse members are like, no, Mongol's a good leader. And he's like, fuck that. It's my corpse. Um, he goes to Krogar to fight somebody, but it's never really, like, said who he's fighting in Krogar. It's not the other Lantern Lady, by the way. Um, so this is the prequel to Blackest Night. Black, Blackest Night starts, and, um, Sinestro is now attacking the home planet of the Star Sapphires because they have kidnapped a lot of Sinestro Corps members, and crystallize them because that's how they convert them into the pink lantern corpse. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Um, he essentially is at this planet just blowing them up like, hey, I'm here to get my corpse. Fuck you guys. Um, and I'm not kidding. He's essentially just like, hey, I'm here. You guys suck. Don't take my corpse members. And Star Sapphire is trying to stop him from obviously blowing up most of her like cryogenic pods that she has for these people and these crystals. And so she tries to do the same thing. Sinestro kidnaps him and Crystal's like, okay, well, let's tell me what love you have in his heart or in your heart. You know, let's use your weakness. He freaks the fuck out. Like Sinestro almost kills her by just like pure fear energy. Like almost kills her. Like he's in, he's pissed. Um, because it comes to find out in his own mind, he actually loved Aaron, sir. Which is Avincer's sister. Yes, I remember that. So he fell deeply in love with her, and then like that's all we got to see is that there was a click, you know, a click image of that. Um, the Black Lanterns show up, and they start to blow up Star Sapphire's planet, like really, like to tr- just destroy it, not to get the corpse numbers out to destroy it. Um, he's not helping Star Sapphire, but he's also not like directly fighting her. Um, but then Hal and another Blue Lantern show up. Um, and he's like, hey, I see you guys are here, but I'm only here on to get my corpse and get the fuck out. Um, I see your planet's blown up, but uh, fuck you. Like, it was kind of, it's it, he's very dedicated to his corpse, but it was weird that he was like, not like, hey, maybe you guys could help me with Mongo. It was just more like, yeah, I see you blowing up. Fuck you. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like I said, he is very selfish. He's very... But one, it was it was strange for him to be like, yeah, but I like my I like my corpse enough to bring him here. But there wasn't like a ton of them. Huh. Um, and uh, I forget the the lantern's name. A blue lantern essentially shows up and informs him like, hey, I knew Avin, sir. 
he taught me to be like a blue lantern and be calm like I am now because I used to be just like you. And Sinestro kind of freaks out. He's like, who the fuck are you? Like, you know, just going to come out of nowhere. What do you want from me? And she teleports him right in front of Mongol right at this point. <laughs> it's the strangest, like, cut in a comic ever because he's like, what do you want from me? And then you see, like, the comparison of Mongol being, like, eight feet and Sinestro being, like, five foot, like, nine. And he's like, hey, you ready to do this? And it's just like, I guess they're going to fight right now because the Blue Lantern teleported Sinestro, Hal, Star Sapphire, and herself all in front of Mongo, but, like, all these other Yellow Lanterns are watching this fight happen. Now, Mongo has been busy, and he has 50 power rings on his fingers. Yeah, that is pretty busy. This is a big boy with a lot of power rings. Wow. Um, so this huge fight starts happening, and Sinestro gets a good few shots in, I mean, for being Sinestro. But for those of those that know who Mongo is or don't know, I'll try and post an image later. Wait, wait, is he the guy with the old chick? There's you mean like, Granny Goodness? Yeah. No, that's Dark Side. Oh, okay, never mind. Sorry. Dude, Granny Goodness is awesome. <laughs> Granny yeah, Goodness boy. is funny. I got him uh, confused. Essentially, sorry. he's another form of Dark Side, except instead of being like cold, strategic, and using others, he'd rather just fucking punch you in the face. He his home planet was War World. He created it just to continuously fight. He loves fighting. Oh, okay. Um, so, I mean, Sinestro gets a good few shots in, but if you know Mongol, Mongol just starts wiping the floor with him. He starts um, just, like, putting his boot to his head, just pushing him on the ground, just beating the shit out of him. Um, for some reason, Hal, Star, and the Blue Lantern come to help. He's like, hey, look, obviously Mongo's whooping your ass. You need help. He projects Ab and Sir and says it's his responsibility to fight. I don't understand why he projected Ab and Sir. It's yeah, really Adam weird. Sir's been dead for years. It's really weird as far as the projection of fear goes. I don't understand if, like, some Green Lantern-ness came through for a minute, but it was weird to see Abin Sir in, like, a hologram form. Um, so he's, he's, he's losing. Um, so he's on the ground after he told everybody to go away, and Mongo picks him up and just starts to crush his skull. Whoa, um, Jesus. And, like, you know, putting pressure and monologuing why he's the best, how there will be no other corpse but the Mongol corpse. It won't be known Sinestro. Nobody will know. Because they're on Krogar, by the way, yeah. on his home planet while he's losing. Sinestro reaches up and touches all of his rings. These things activate and they start to shock Mongol because the, the rings were designed by Sinestro off the original power ring. Yeah. So nobody else could control them if a situation like this ever happened. So he uses the power rings to shock Mongol and then over like a hundred spikes just shoot out all over Mongol of yellow energy. Like Mongol's dead. Damn. Like it's crazy to see like Sinestro losing to just Mongol dead. But he's not fully dead because the Black Lanterns are still here and claiming people left and right in the background. Like getting new Lantern members and Corpse members. So he doesn't kill Mongol, he puts him in a stasis that's like seconds before death, and he'll let him go as soon as the Black Lanterns are gone. So he's a haul, like he's a very cold motherfucker in this instance. Like Sinestro not only took like Mongol, one of the biggest bads of um, DC, and made him a bitch in less than like 10 seconds with a ring. Yeah, I mean... Um, he is Sinestro, I mean, I don't know how else to put it. But he's a big, big bad. Yeah. So he's, I think he's very under, underrated, though. 
he is, I would say so. So he wins. Mongols defeated. He now presents a new power battery, a power battery core. The yellow lanterns are now going to be on Krogar. This is their home base. They're like, hey, look, Hal, Star, we're not going to fight you. We're going to fight the Black Lanterns. We can fight later, but now this is our main focus. Like, mm-hmm. they're clearly a problem. While he's saying this to them, and Alvin Sir and I, guys, I can't tell you how excited I am to end on this. Fucking Abin Sir and Aaron Sir show up as Black Lanterns, half deceased. And like, oh, I heard you've been looking for us. Oh. Fucking boom. Wow. That is... That is the pre, or that is like where the Black Knight ends off in two thousand nine. We don't see her another print until like February. Really? Yeah. I just took a break, I guess. They, pfft, I don't know what was going on, but they were probably doing the other Black Lantern stories. But that one was like wait, two thousand nine. Yeah. Right after the housing crisis. Okay, that's. You think that could have? <laughs> no, oh. nothing to do with that. What? what? The writers didn't have their homes anymore. They they had to no! do that first before they could go back to Sinestra. <laughs> no, they were doing like the other Black Lantern stories because there's a ton of them that can involve. Okay. There's so much that happens in the Black Lantern stuff. It's not even funny. Oh. Wait, it is going to be probably like a four parter when we do the Blackest thing. You guys, that is Sinestro. We didn't actually have to split him. We kind of got through this a little faster. This one is a little longer, guys. I don't know how this will look in the future. Uh, so this is the end of Sinestro. Now, from 2000, 2000. Uh, 2000 to 2009, in two weeks, guys, we will do Sinestro Part 3. This will see him at the end of Blackest Night and where he is at now. Uh, we were planning to do Morbius, because Morbius was going to release on the 28th. It got pushed back a few months, thank God, because we were going to do a double. That would have been weird. Now, that being said, once Sinestro is over, we are going to move on to... Oh, I did want to do... Oh, I forgot to do this. We're not completely done. Hold on, true believers. We're not done yet. Stand Hold on, you true say. believers. I did want to point this out, because this is your boy. So... After all this happens, there's a weird re there's a weird one off print in two thousand and eight. Um, okay, I don't have it listed here, but I remembered it. In two thousand and eight, um, there is a story concerning Booster Gold. <laughs> Booster Gold goes back in time to stop Sinestro from being the Almighty Lantern. Because Sinestro starts the Yellow Lantern Corpse War in this timeline far sooner than he should have and just dominates the universe. So Booster Goldback goes back before he finds Hal and before Avancer is dead. And Booster goes back and is like starts fighting uh, Sinestro and is like, hey, uh, you know, they start fighting. Sinestro's like, who the fuck is this guy just coming out of nowhere? And he has yellow, so he thinks he's bad because the yellow impurity at this time. Yeah. They start fighting. Booster Gold, and this is why I can't wait to cover him, pulls out of his classic charm. He's like, look, I'm not here to fight you. I'm your biggest fan. Who doesn't know Sinestro? He's like, you've heard of me? He's like, of course I've heard of you. I'm just a big fan. I'm sorry about this confusion. I didn't mean to start all this. My bad. He's like, what's, uh, how'd you hear about me? What do you mean? He's like, oh, you got, you're part of the greatest corpse of all. He's like, what corpse is that? The Sinestro corpse. So he starts... The whole, it's Booster Gold's fault and Gannett's fault that Sinestro started the Sinestro Corpse. It has nothing to do with, I'm just kidding. Yeah. That's not what this is about. I just thought it was hilarious that they did that one shot. Wow. 
That is. That's why I like Booster Gold. He's very much like the Daredevil or the Deadpool of like DC at times, where he just fucks stuff up. Hmm. Huh. I'm excited to look deeper into Booster Gold because I don't. Other than that, I don't realistically even know. Oh, it's gonna be great. So that is that is part two of Sinestro, guys. Um, we are going to upload quite the list. I have one here. I'm going to put a couple together. We're going to put the podcast out at 8 in the morning tomorrow. And we'll have the logo up by Saturday. So, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the Villains Cave. Um, guys, this is a lot of fun to do. And I, I cannot wait to keep doing it. Um we will catch you all next time. Don't be afraid to be the bad guy. See ya. I can't think of a catchphrase, but I love you. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs>